0: It's Day 18 of Advent. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services and exists to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. Day 18, the coming. Luke's Gospel in chapter 2, verses 15 through 24, tells us when the angels went away from them into the heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning the child. But Mary, she treasured up all these things pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he, Jesus, was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice, According to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves and of two young pigeons. Oh, Mary and Joseph were very intentional about maintaining Jewish law with their new son. This was such a specific picture of Jesus's sacrifice for the sins of the world. Oh, let's look at some of the things they did in order of Jewish tradition. Number one, they waited eight days for circumcision right? Genesis 17:12 tells Abraham, he who is eight days old among you shall be circumcised. Every male throughout your generations, rather born in your house or brought in with your money from any foreigner who is not of your offspring. So number one, Mary and Joseph were intentional of circumcising Jesus on the eighth day. But number two, they waited until after circumcision to name him. Right? So they waited until after, which is very Jewish, very customary, very, very much along the law. But number three, they presented Jesus in the temple according to the law of Moses, right? Leviticus chapter 12. It says that whenever the first child uh, comes through the womb and opens up a womb, that you're to present them in the temple. And so according to Jewish tradition, according to the Jewish law, they presented Jesus to the temple. But number four, they brought a sacrifice with Jesus to the temple. Right? The and this is what Exodus thirteen two says. It says concentrate consecrate to me all the firstborn, whatever is to first open the womb among the people of Israel, both man and of beast is mine. So they brought the, the sacrifice of the pair of turtle doves and two young pigeons, which is said in Exodus thirteen, chapter 1 tw- verse twelve, and, and they show that, that they are fulfilling the Jewish tradition. Luke even tells us that they, Mary and Joseph, had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, Luke 2 verse 39. Their tradition continued because Luke goes on to report that Mary and Joseph went to Jerusalem each year for the Passover feast. So while we have a 12-year break in the action of Jesus' childhood, Luke is clear to remind us that Mary and Joseph continued year after year to honor their Jewish heritage, and here's why. For Jesus to be the perfect sinless sacrifice, he had to fulfill all the aspects of the law. He was actively obedient to the law of Moses and his forefathers so that he could be the full substitute for us. For Jesus to impute his righteousness to us, he had to fulfill every aspect of the law. And he did so that we can stand before God our Father today, covered in the beautiful and glorious righteousness of Christ. So when Mary and Joseph took Jesus to the temple in Jerusalem to present him and to bring a sacrifice, they met Simeon and Anna. Simeon was a righteous and devout man who had been waiting for the consolation of Israel, Luke 2.25. God had shared with Simeon that he wouldn't die until he had seen the Messiah, the Christ. Simeon was advanced in years and wouldn't have been able to do all the priestly tasks, like sacrificing of a bull or a ram. So one of Simeon's tasks was to Take the redemption price, to take the offering for new infant boys. And Simeon knew when he saw Jesus that this was it. This was the Christ Messiah. This was, the, this was God's Christ. This was God's Messiah. He says in Luke chapter 2, verses 29 through 32, He says, Lord, now you're letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you've prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and for the glory for your people, Israel. Simeon had blessed the child and said to Mary, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is opposed, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. Oh, Luke described Simeon as a man who walked with the Spirit, and he knew immediately he was holding the Christ child. He knew immediately that the redemption of the world had come. His prayers had been answered and the prophecies fulfilled. Hope was now truly here. And Jesus says in in Luke 16, 16, The law and the prophets were until John. Since then, the good news of the kingdom of God is preached, and everyone forces his way into it. Oh, with the arrival of Jesus the king and his forerunner John, the word and the rule of God is proclaimed and encountered in a new way. Jesus is the word. Jesus is the king. Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. Jesus is the long-awaited kingdom. It's now arrived. And so for those who believe in Jesus, a shift occurs. No longer do we live merely with the law, the prophets, and a promise, but now we live with the fulfillment of the law. We live now with the kingdom of God being preached as present and powerful while we await for the return of the Savior. Oh, Jesus did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And Mary and Joseph performed everything according to the law of the Lord, Luke 2, 39-40. And that's why Matthew's gospel tells us that Jesus says this in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew five seventeen through 18 Do not think I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. You see, Jesus is the fulfillment of every prophecy and every bit of the law. But what the nation of Israel had missed was that he was not just a ruler to bring peace on earth, but a savior to bring peace to the very souls of men. Oh, beloved, let us not miss the majesty of Emmanuel this Christmas. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. Please visit lifelinechild.org advent to receive a free download of Lifeline's Advent cards and join us as we anticipate the coming of Jesus our Savior.